La 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 wait till I get my money right I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven When I awoke I spent that on a necklace I told God I'll be back in a second Man it's so hard not to act reckless To whom much is given much is tested Get arrested guess until he get the message I feel the pressure under more scrutiny And what I do act more stupidly Bought more jewelry, more Louis V My mama couldn't get through to me The drama, people suing me I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me I'm just saying how I feel, man I ain't one of the Cosby's, I ain't go to hell, man I guess the money should have changed them I guess I should have forgot where I came from la, 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 la. Wait till I get my money Can't tell me nothing, right? Excuse me, was you saying something? Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. Let up the suicide doors. This is my life, homie. Episode 20. Here we go. Another dumb podcast. I'm doing the, uh, actually redoing the, uh, intro. I think maybe the whiskey and, and the lack of sleep was getting to me last night, so I <laughs> just decided to redo the intro, but uh, last night, today is uh, April 12th, it's Easter, I'm taking a small break to get this done, but um, yeah, last night I had a little conversation with a friend of mine, you might know him, Jacob, and uh, we talked some, we talked some coronavirus I would say a majority, though, I think we discussed some television. Um, so it was a good little television uh, podcast. I was at the halfway point where we were like, ah, can we talk about something else? So here we go. And it's um, it's a uh, pretty good one. Yeah, it's just, just kind of a different one, you know, because we're still dealing with this just nonsense. So... It just stinks, but uh, yeah, follow uh, follow me at, at I am Brad C on Twitter, and then Jacob, don't follow him at all because he's he's not tweeting at all, so it's not not really a, it's no point, no point at all. So this kind of got off to a weird start because I uh, I asked him to bring on another guest, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you. You just got to find out as you're listening. So. Y'all enjoy it. It gets a little weird, but it's fine. It's fine. It works out great. So, all right. I'll uh, I'll leave y'all to it. Enjoy. This another dumb podcast. Can't tell me nothing, right? Excuse me, was you saying something? Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. La, 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 wait till I give my money, right? La, 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 then you can't tell me nothing, right?
trying to get some kind of useful analysis, even though we know the numbers are probably bullshit. So we have to take it all with a grain of salt. Kind of like, you know, predicting coronavirus. <laughs> That's the only reason we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> you like my segue? That was a great segue. Hey, do you know, uh, I, got a, I got a request. Can you, do yeah. you know Taco's number? Uh, I do. Oh God, I, I might regret. Are we gonna come on? I might regret Is this. this. The episode? I, I might regret this. Hold hell, on. hell yeah! Oh man, right. do you know how to add the call? Yeah, I'm gonna send him a you up text first. Oh, okay. Okay, Brad. Yeah. We have a special guest. <laughs> oh <phone>. God. <laughs> identify, I think. Identify yourself. Special guest. Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, it's Taco. Oh, God. It's the Taco episode. It's the Taco episode. Aren't you happy? Can you stop on Facebook asking, when am I going to be on your podcast? I did stop asking already, though. Okay, hold on. I might throw you off the podcast. Okay, Jacob has a little bit of leeway here, but if you sound like shit, I'm going to throw you off. Oh, oh now there's what are you dead, doing, man? Now there's dead air? What the hell are we doing? Talk, talk. Oh, if you're, you, you want to talk, then talk. Yeah, this is your chance. Are you all supposed to ask me these hard, hard-hitting questions? We're not, a, no, we're going to let you rip. It's not a damn interview. What's on your mind? What are you, what are, what are you doing right now? Oh, well, I was playing a game with my family. Playing a game? Well, it's at 11 that's right. Hopefully from six feet away. Yeah. Yeah, we were all on uh, like Skype, and we all had our phones out. We were doing one of those party games. Okay, all right. Just making sure you're in compliance. I don't want to have to send the bots over. Karen's no. out, out. Karen's out no. for blood. Wait, wouldn't want to wouldn't want to piss off all those Twitter people now, would I? That's not like me. Not something I would do. Amen, brother. <laughs> hey, um, did you guys see the South Park episode where no. they were doing Disney? And uh, they had Mickey Mouse as the boss, and he was this big fucking bully. Yeah, yeah. I think I maybe if I I, th- I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So in the episode, they couldn't actually call him Mickey Mouse. They called him the boss, and he went around just like beating the shit out of everybody that wouldn't comply. <laughs> so I shit you not. Today I'm sitting here at my de- at my desk, and I look out the window, and I see a cop rolling down my neighborhood. I'm like, all right, martial law's here, cool. And trailing behind the cop is, I shit you not, Mickey and Minnie Mouse in the back of a truck. I'm like, ah, oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> the boss is here oh, <laughs> to make sure my. we're complying. <laughs> what? I just, I, I've never seen anything so outrageous lately of either... Either people like you, Jacob, right now, who have, I, I feel like, have gone more uh, anti-government than I've ever seen, or see the the kind of things that we're seeing. Yeah, there's dude, that. There's that group, and then there's All right. Then there's you know, like you. I think you had a friend where it was like, send the tanks in the streets, and you know, lock all of us up. Like we need. It to ain't a friend, dude. It's basically everyone I know. It's not one specific person. It's pretty much everyone I know. You know, IRL. 
But, they're like, yeah, I mean, hey, we got to get we got to get uh, basketball back, you know? Like, we're not going to get basketball back until we roll the tanks through the neighborhood and make everybody, you know, stay inside. Yeah, well, <laughs> go ahead, Taco. Do you have something? In no way would anything be different. Like, in no way would anything be worse if we just stopped quarantining ourselves. No. No. Okay. And we're just okay with this. Taco, we've, we've talked about it, and Brad, we've talked about it, that those who control the data have the power. Because you can make those fucking numbers say whatever you want. Wow. And all, yeah. if you want people to comply, you just throw the data at them, right? Oh, my God, the data says this. Well, no shit, I guess we have no choice. You know, we got to just comply. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the whole thing where these models were coming off that if we didn't do anything, 2 million people would die. Yeah. Don't even get me started on the models, man. Okay. Well, I mean, you're the, you're the numbers guy here. I mean, all right. Well, I'll tell you this. The, the models are only as good as the data you have to put into them. And there is absolutely no precedent, no historical data, absolutely nothing except assumptions that are going into these models. Okay. So if you're the one running the model, what do you want the result to be? Huh? That's, that's the question you start with. I want the result to be devastating. Okay, we're going to make the assumption devastating, and we get the output we want, because there's absolutely no historical data used to run these models. It's all assumptions. I mean, that's... Does that make only, sense? No, absolutely. That's everything. I mean, that's even kind of what they were saying about how how do you justify... They, what, they, they don't hide that fact. You read these articles like, well, you know, there, there's... You know, I, I had to read an article article for class about in the economist about the model say this model say that but basically you're filling in every single data point with assumptions because you don't have any data well, there's simply not any available well again what your data is is well they did test positive for covid and yes they were of you know horrible you know whatever whatever the state was but you know someone keels over and has a heart attack and then you test them and they have covid right like i don't know what the fuck happened you know that's where the jokes came off he goes you know there's a mass shooting and 33 are left dead all with covid and yeah aren't the hospitals incentivized for ruling that as the cause of death well they kind of are because they they they've come out and said yeah we I don't know why this this now turns into a late night uh, uh, conspiracy hour but uh, yeah I mean they know for a fact that if you put it on there as the COVID that's getting paid for and that's and then then they can really jack everything up in there so all right hey let's pause and let's get uh, thirty seconds for Taco to stand on. Everything going on. Okay, go for it. Didn't hear, didn't hear what you just said. You cut out for a second there. I said, let's pause for 30 seconds, and let's give you 30 seconds to um, state your whole position on the whole thing. Yeah, we want to know. We don't know what you're thinking. We don't know. So, yeah. Taco, lead us the way. What, what is, what's going on right now? It was never as bad as it, it seemed, even in China. I mean, it was that there, but you can't trust the Chinese. Uh, with anything, but at first they were saying it's even minimally bad with how many they had, but you can't trust them with anything. But then again, can you trust in this government? No. Can you trust people manipulating the data? No. Can you trust us to know what to do? No. There's there's no point in having any of this 
drink out for absolutely no reason. It's it's completely pointless, and we're we're just being fools and saying this is for this is for the best in the long run. How do you know that? How do you know that this is what's best in the long run? Well, uh, nobody yeah. does. Uh, nobody does, and I think that's that's kind of the the crazier part is we think, well, if one death is too many, or da 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 da, and it's like, well, you don't fucking know that, and and he, that's not even true. Like, you can't even say that. Well, is it's ten deaths okay? Is a hundred deaths okay? I mean, w- and then what is your payoff? Okay, now we have m- millions out on work right now, and. You know, suicides are going to go up, and domestic, you know, domestic violence is going to go up, and it's okay. Yeah, so see, that's the unique thing about this whole debate is the emotional appeal. It's neutral, like it, it's it's a wash on both sides. Both sides have the emotional appeal. So, if you're if you're looking at who's a winner and who's a loser here, there really isn't one. No, we're both right. Both sides are right. Both sides are wrong. No matter what angle you look at it, you're right or wrong. The pe- Okay, I'll tell you who the people are wrong are the people on Twitter or social media or even in just everyday life that are high-horsing other people for having an alternate opinion and believing that the assumptions they're making are, you know, that's, that's the gold standard. This, I, what I believe is right. Those are the people that are wrong. If, if you don't have an open mind to say, yeah, all right, I feel a certain way, but... There's a good, like, I don't know. This is just, you know, from from what I've consumed as far as knowledge and, and past experience and whatever, this is what I believe. Someone else is doing the same thing. You can't look at them and say, oh, they're wrong. Well, I think that's, again... Does it make sense? Yeah, it absolutely yeah. makes sense. I mean, this is this is how the, the term conspiracy theory got, got branded as, you know... Everything that is a conspiracy, I've heard this, I'm, I'm taking this from a man called Lou Rockwell. He, he runs the Mises, the Mises Institute. And he, he says that a, a conspiracy theory is something that is not of the official story. That's basically, I mean, what the official right. story is what is, ta- is given to you by the FBI or the CIA or any type of official, this is now NIH, or anything like that. That's what this is. And I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not putting my full hat on or anything, but it, it the does. The problem with that is, though, every, everywhere here, each part of the government, even our own media versus other governments and other government media, they all have a different official story. So not even believing in, in one of those right, automatically makes you that conspiracy theorist. Well, which one do you go on? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. So, so for me, the, the way my brain works, I'm looking for the most reliable information, right? The, re- the most reliable data. And you know what the most reliable data source I have to pull from? 9-11. Like, I've seen this shit happen before. That's my precedent. That's my historical perspective. That's my, you know, historical data. Even if, all right, you can say, okay, we never saw the, the, the virus coming. Like, I can't believe this has happened. Even if all that is true, which is really a stretch, then you can't tell me they're not looking at it like, all right, how can we maximize this opportunity? Well, that's that's the biggest thing is that's the 
Condoleezza Rice, uh, R, was it not Ari? It's Rom Emanuel, who've always said, you know, you never let a, a crisis go, you know, what's that? What's the, oh man, I'm losing my train of thought to go to waste. You know, never let a good crisis go to waste. Never let a good crisis go to waste. And these type of things you're seeing, I mean, let's put the, you know, whatever policy you're thinking that you've always wanted to do, you've always wanted to enact this, but you never really could because, you know, everything was really good. But when everything's really bad, that's when they start throwing in these really, really bad ideas. And then, well, you know, we were just trying to be safe. And then we look back. Yeah. Hey, you can't, you can't argue against being safe, right? There's nothing more important in life than being safe. You don't want your grand, I mean, the biggest one, you want, you want your grandma to die? And like, I'm always like, (laughs) go fuck yourself, by the way. If no one's actually said that to me, by the way, but, uh, if someone said that to me, to my face, like we would have a fucking problem. Like, there's no one who's closer to the grandmother. I mean, that's not anything that's negotiable right now. But let's let's still. I still not here in an emotional state. Going, oh, we need to lock everything down so I could save my grandma. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's that's not. Let's stop all of us. You know, I I don't like making money anymore. About if I'm gonna be sick. You know, I mean, that's. Uh, so is, man. Again, I didn't want to. Does it and is it just me or is the other uh, listeners going to really think that Taco sounds really sinister every time he talks? Um, he definitely has a good commanding, um, his voice. you know, listen to what I have to say voice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry for stopping down. Well, and then now, I mean, again, a lot. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry, Taco. <laughs> Do you have something to say? No, I was joking. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I mean, the, and then the the full on. Uh, did you brought uh, did you brought Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott? Oh, uh, dude, don't get me started. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know. What? I've always wanted to. Get, that's what I'm here to do. That's what I'm, matter. That's what I'm here to do is get you started. I mean, well, had, I tell you what, he man, had a party with thirty I, I, people. No, I'll tell you this, I. I I bet you that David Moore's and the local beat writers of the world just got a fucking heart on when they saw that. Like, ah, oh, fresh content. Yes, I can drive this up. I can get some articles out of this. Yeah, at least two days you know worth. I mean? Yeah. You know, they tried to make a big deal that, oh, man, did you see Dez and, and, uh, Dez and Dak were playing catch? Yeah. Oh, God. And I was like, don't care. Still don't care. I'm trying to think of when have we ever had a similar situation of just social police work going on, dude. I'm I'm like that's new, right? Like there's never been a situation where the powers that be were able to deploy such a um, self-governing crisis. Was, you know, what I'm, yeah, was, like in 9/11, there really wasn't like. No, nothing. You, know, you, you gotta you gotta do this to support the war on terrorism. Like we were pretty much just waving flags and you know, like yeah, let's go to war. That sounds good. TSA, hell yeah. Department of Homeland Security, Patriot Act, whatever it takes, man. Yeah. Whatever it takes. But there was no like self governing aspect nine eleven. Mm, no, I mean, I guess just full on. 
uh, seeing Arab guys getting harassed at the airport and being like, all right, I mean, we've got to do it. Come on, guys. I think it's a different situation because that is a, an attack via a physical enemy. Yeah. That's a that's someone coming over here and doing something versus, oh, God, I could get thrown by talking to the neighbor. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what there was ever such a situation, you know, where the government didn't need to do anything because your neighbor is going to call the cops on you if you're not complying with, oh, this you is, know, this is the mandate. This is the authorities. Wet dream, and it was kind of funny. For was, sure, dude. That's, it, yeah, that is absolutely the truth. Absolutely, and this is what, and this is actually what we've been trained to do for years and years. And that's what's kind of funny about what happened. I would say last year in 2019 was a big, um, a big kind of push against the Karens. I'm mean, keep bringing up Karen, but these, you know, these videos of these women or whoever was calling the cops on on what they, you know, on these black folks or something like that, or somebody, they're like, stop calling right. the police on black people. And I'm like, well, that's what they've been told for years. I mean, the, I, I almost would, didn't feel, I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh my God, what a piece of shit. I was like, they've been trained to do that. And now these people who were always calling that out, and now they're <laughs> becoming everything they've ever hated. And they don't yeah, even now realize it's being celebrated. Oh, now, I mean, there's, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's nothing I well, ever think I've seen. I don't know. Let me, let me ask you this. What's the worst case scenario you see coming out of this? Um, is, go ahead, I don't, go ahead I, Taco. I can't answer the question. This is already the worst case scenario. Everything is shut down. How does it genuinely, how does it get worse from here without... It, the rate of people of deaths jumped to 100%. How does it get worse than everything, everywhere, just being shut down? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know what the end game well, is. No, well, the, That's the, what I'm trying to Okay, okay. The, the worst case scenario is not upon us at all. We're not, we're not having... Okay, there are... I know there's uh, some of those... Whatever those National Guards... And they're really not doing anything as far as like rounding people up or pulling people out of their houses. There are worst case scenarios. You know, we've seen these things where they're talking about apps that, you know, if they detect someone has a a high fever or something like that, they pull them out of the house and and quarantine them. I mean, those are there. I'm I'm knowing worst case scenarios. Like we're not there yet. Okay. Well, and I don't think it'll ever come to that. And I don't because think, I think I don't think so. I think either. they're sneakier than that. They don't have to do that because your neighbor's going to do that already. You know and what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. The the, the self imposed, governing aspect of it. That the government doesn't have to get their hands dirty. I don't know. Whatever. Well, no, whatever, it's, it's whatever, whoever the power is. It's but, it's the it's the prisoner making their own prison i mean is is what yeah. we're going to be doing and you're going yeah man i'm totally fine with y'all you know checking us and you know please uh put this vax put this strange liquid into my body because i don't want to be yeah. sick hey y'all want football season summertime or not yeah exactly yeah and, and, and you know what i'm saying i'm saying right now hold your fucking you, horses that's the problem though you don't have to do this for it to start on season I, exactly no absolutely <laughs> no 
and that's and that's like a weird negotiation. To like, and it's not. They're not. If let's say we continue the way we're going, and football season doesn't start, what was all this for then? <laughs> for nothing. I think that will hit the nail on the head for people. As long as as long as you get Bill Gates' chip put in your arm, then football will start on time. Uh, well, I appreciate you finally let me on, but you couldn't have picked a worse time. What's wrong? Uh, my phone is dying, and I was I, I gotta go hang out with the family some more. Okay, Taco. Do you have anything else to go before you leave? I want you to have a full. I want you know. You said it. You. I want to make sure that you said your piece through all this. We're not going to do anything to you if you violate any stay-at-home orders, whether at night or here. It's all just a game of chicken. They're not going to really give you a ticket, and they're they're not really going to expect you to pay it. Because what are they going to do? Turn you in jail for not staying at home? Yeah, they right, no. Other than that, it. which is kind of funny, by the way. They threatened it, but would they go through with it? Yeah, I mean, again, they're gonna make they're gonna make you more likely to get it by you, you going know. out, and more more likely to get it. Well, for sure. Well, all right. Well, if you're gonna go to Taco, I'm sorry, I I I uh, sprung it on you, but I just had this feeling, and I'm like, I think we need to hear from Taco today. Let's let's get him on again and interview him. I don't want to interview him. Huh? No. Next time. Next time. I don't want to interview Taco. I want to talk to Taco. Like, I... He says... Okay. That's what I mean. He says... In a a directed way. I know. I don't... I want to have conversation because he says crazy-ass things and I want him to say them. So, (laughs) you know, and he sounds so creepy. You're so creepy, Taco. But I like you. you. But I like you. This is weird. Now. Thank you. <laughs> All right, get out. Get out. All right. All right, Jacob. You, you got enough. You got enough for another twenty minutes. Yeah, can we talk about something else? Uh, what was I going to talk about? Oh, other than COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, unless you have something else more than just. Because I tell you right now, even if we're right, nobody cares. You know. Well, I can tell you right now. Nobody listening is going to give a shit. Well, no, I know. I, I I know. Like COVID content is like kind of overboard now. I'm almost like, yeah, oh, we got to find something. Let's. That's why I was kind of like a refreshing do. Like, all right, let's talk to Sam. Sam Gannon last week, and I'm like. Let's just talk to her and just whatever she's, you know, this is going to have something else other than talking about COVID because it's just, it is a beating and I, I, I'm feeling the beating and and then I'm also feeling like this will soon be over and we can yeah, finally I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just, I'll just reiterate one more time. If you think you have it figured out, then you're wrong. <laughs> I know. I think I probably said uh, March, uh, probably mid-March. I was like, this will be over in two weeks. And we're probably a couple, few more weeks out. We're, we're, we're a little past that, that date. And now I'm like, all right. 
But I don't feel as negative. I mean, it's like, again, we will get through this. I've never been like, I've never been through it going, oh, we're all going to die. Like, it's never going to happen. That's not going to happen. So, but I just. Well, yeah, of course not. Barely anybody is. I look at, do you, well, you've looked at your county. Like, Tarrant County's kind of, um, the numbers are okay, but there's not as many people. I don't know. I haven't really looked at Tarrant County. Oh, man. Oh, no. We've we've lost Jacob, and now we have Jacob. We have him back. Sorry, misfired. Oh, you misfired. Okay, I was like, what yeah, was the me. hell just happened? No, but I was looking. Was the, I was looking at the numbers for. I don't know if you've looked at numbers for Tarrant County, and but I've looked at the, at the numbers for uh, Parker County. Do you know how many there are? Yeah, I don't know. Nine. Oh no! Nine cases. I can tell. I I I really can tell that there's nine cases because I go out to the to the grocery store, and I okay. I'm not gonna lie. I wear a mask. I wear a mask going into like Walmart. <laughs> I, I do. I don't care. I mean, I really do because I just. All right. Let me ask you this. I'm not gonna criticize you. I just want to know why. What what's your what's your thought? Because like I need to wear this mask. Why? Because what right now I feel like it's uh, it makes me feel better. And, Why? And it might make other people feel better. No, I think it's just like um, it's kind of like I made the analogy of like if you were walking on on glass, would you rather have and and you can't really have a shoe? Would you rather have no socks on or socks on? I know there's quite possibly but, I can still get sick, and there's no, no there's nothing. You're not helping yourself at all by having a mask. So, huh? By having a mask. No, yeah, it doesn't help you at all. Not one percent. Well, that's not true. Yes, it is. How is that ch- not true? The, the purpose of wearing the mask is so you don't spread it to somebody else as easily. Okay, well, you're stupid. It's not to help you prevent prevent you from getting it. Okay, well, let me let me listen. Let me talk to you for a second. Okay, the mask again, like I just said about the uh, about the mask, and I have an N95 mask, and I'm, from the experts I've 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 listened to, that's probably the best mask because it's like a full seal on your face, and it's that's great, and it's so. Yes, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, if you had those other masks, I still think just wear it because who the fuck knows? And right now, everybody freaking out. And probably, will I wear a mask in a month? I don't know. Probably not. We'll see. Well, I mean, we'll see. But are you gonna are you gonna be more healthy in a month? I sure hope. I, I really. This is what's kind of sucked about it. Cause I'm not been very healthy lately. And I think that's the worst part is I'm like, okay, I need, I want to try to keep my immunity up. And then, yeah, okay. Have you been keeping up with your workouts? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I'm not lifting weights, obviously, but. Push-ups. Doing the old uh, Herschel Walker training. 
Um, a lot more jogging and a lot more. Um, I, I got some bands that my mom got me a long time ago. Been using those. I didn't know you ran or jogged. I mean, well, mostly it's for the dog because he drives me crazy. So I'm at home with the fucking dog, and he's driving me insane because he's like, "Okay, you're home. Are you just gonna stare at that screen all day, or are you gonna do something?" So I'm like, "All right, well." If it'll wear you out and it'll help me, I'll go do it. If I get, if I have time, I uh, walk with the girls. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I wish I could do that more though. Like I should probably should have done it today. <laughs> no, I only I only go for like fifteen minutes. I have a route around the block, probably I don't know mile, two miles. Hmm. Well. Well, yeah, maybe we should talk about something else. Like maybe at least halfway funnier. Like, what are you, what are you watching right now? Ozark. Ozark. Do you like that show? Yeah. Um, it's good though. Hmm. Like, um, I think it's the Hardline, or I can't remember if it's Bad Radio or the Hardline. They say it's it's um quarantine hot. Oh, uh, okay. Like it's not. See, I know it's not big, uh, not. Uh, I know it's not Breaking Bad. Like it just, can't, nah. it just can't do that. There's, there's some similarities, but the writing isn't as good. Yeah, you can tell. I mean, I like Jason Bateman, but you know, it's not going to be as good. He's good. Um, it, it's a good show. And, a, and that, it, lady, you know, that lady in there. Oh my god, I hate her so much. She's so annoying. You're talking about the wife. Oh my god, she's the worst. So. I asked um, I asked Dorothy tonight. I said, "Who are you really pulling the strings here? Is it you know Marty or is it his wife? She's like it's got to be the wife. Like she's the real Heisenberg here." Yeah. Now but- we're only a little bit into season two, so we'll see how things play out. But if you make it to season three, I'd say go for it. But I think I I'm I'm stopped right now, and I'm unsure if I'm going to go to the third season. I haven't even pulled the trigger, see, and I, I don't have, season two. I don't have any desire. I really don't. Like even yeah. Right now, my wife has been trying to get me to watch Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just. Well, I'm not gonna say. Well, my wife kind of has the hots for the the leading man. So I guess. Uh oh. Well, I, I don't care. I mean, if it kind of gets her going, then I'm there. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Peaky Blinders is, is just. <laughs> uh, it, well, it's a good, you know, like kind of a 1920s, you know, type gangster stuff. And I'm like, okay. and I'm sitting here going, uh, you never wanted to watch Boardwalk Empire with me, and you wanted to watch this. Yeah, I'd rather just watch Boardwalk. I was like, Boardwalk Empire is infinitely better than this. Hey, let me uh, let me stop you and ask you this. Um, so, as a, another friend of mine, we've kind of been watching the same shows lately. Um, like, for example, The Wire. Okay. Let me ask you who your um, or you want to do Sopranos? Yeah, let's do Sopranos. Let me ask you. Give me your top five best characters and worst characters in The Sopranos. Top we found this to be a pretty fun little exercise. All we right. did it with uh, The Wire and Sopranos. 
All right, I'm I'm going to the internet right now because I got to refresh. Uh, yeah, no, I'm putting you on the spot. No, no, fun. no, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously Tony is is one of the top characters Who? of all. Tony is the, one of the top characters of all time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he's number one and probably top five of all time shows. Yeah, I mean, that's given. He's just but, he's just so damn amazing, and it's God. it's it's just not but, even. But now you got to fill out the rest. I know, I know. Um, uh, I would say. Now, can I jump around a little bit here? Because I will, I will automatically. Yeah, it doesn't. Of, you don't have to rank them specifically, just in no particular order. No, yeah, because this is two through five. I really, it's like picking through your children right now. But I would say, hold on, where's the cast and crew? Uh, cast and crew. Oh, here it is. List of soprano characters. Okay, here we go. Because there's so many. <laughs> it has to be a, a third page on Wikipedia. Um, so. Uh, you know, uh, I will say also, Carmella, I, I, you know, Edie Falco, she's fucking really great, and it wasn't even like, um, like some of the other women, some of these women characters who were the anti-heroes, husband, like, uh, what's the, uh, the Mad Men, his his wife, and then Breaking Bad, uh, uh, what's her name? I don't know. See, I don't like mess, but you know, some of them get bad raps. But I love Edie Falco in this, so I will throw her in the top one as well. Okay. Um, I don't like him. Don't like him. Uh, okay. I. All right. I'm gonna already throw in the bottom five both of his kids. In, in the bottom five. Yeah, AJ and Meadow are going into the bottom five. They were horrible. Okay. They were- I had AJ as number four in the worst. Okay. AJ was horrible in it. I mean, I mean, not, I mean, he was what he was, but it was just every time he came on the screen, I was just like, oh, God, let's get through this. You know, it doesn't yeah. even matter <laughs> what age group or whatever. He, I just wanted him off the screen. Uh, and then, Awful. and then going back into the top five, Polly Walnuts. Yep. I have him at three. Every time I saw him, I was like, "Okay, let's do this." Um, yep. This might be a little controversial. Uh, controversial. Uh, Christopher Moltisanti, throw him in the bottom five. Boom! Right. Um, I don't have him in either. Yeah, He's... just throw him in the bottom five. I was, you know, it's it's that. All right, I'm gonna. It's that character. I'm gonna give you my bottom five. Oh, hold on, and what... you're gonna have to. Uh, hold on, let me. Okay. Go, go, go. You're gonna have to explain to me why anybody. Like, you're going to explain to me why Chris would replace anybody in my bottom five. Because I feel pretty strong about my bottom five. All right. All right. Number five, Richie April. He wasn't in there long enough for me to really even care. Dude, he sucked. Richie April was... That's fine. Richie April was only in the second season, wasn't he? Okay, but every time I saw him on screen, I was like, God. Just like you said... With AJ, I, I understand that, but I, I, I get that. I get that. So Richie Pearl, yes, yeah, so, and I was right. Oh man, look, how, look at me as the Sopranos historian. So Richie Pearl was only okay. in the second season, and that's what was so great about the second season is you you built up and you're like, I fucking hate this guy. He is a freaking yeah. dick, and then he kills him yeah. at the end. It. Oh, I'm sorry, spoiler alert. But he kills them, and then you're like, oh, it was a sweet release. So go ahead. Number four, AJ Soprano. Yep. I'll skip to three. Uh, Ralph Cifaretto. 
I, you know, for what? the same reason of Richie. I understand that, but I'm telling you right now, he made that season a hell of a lot better. I know he was a dick, but it was, was and just they so did cringy. It, like, they, it, they it, did that for two seasons, and now I think, well, maybe they were trying to just do another Richie April, which they kind of were. <laughs> but Ralph, so, I'll read you this quote. I'll read you this quote from my friend after I get my bottom five. <laughs> I, I, I was saying, so I said the top five characters was very challenging, but I could have done a top 20 of worst characters. And he said, he said the Sopranos is just six straight seasons of people causing problems for Tony. Yes. <laughs> That's it. That's right. Uh, I'm trying to look through the... The whole thing, Ralph. Um, Let me give you my number two and number one. Go ahead. Janice Soprano, Olivia Soprano. Uh, Janice, definitely, because I was about to add her. And then a lit. What? Who? Olivia. The mom, dude. Oh, she's great. She's fucking horrible. She's, and she goes in the top five worst all, dude, all time. Dude, she's so great in that. And I, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take that to her grave because <laughs> do you know what happened? Just awful. Do you know what happens to her? Yeah, I do know the story, and it's hilarious. Yeah. What? That she dies in between that, the seasons? <laughs> yeah, and I swear to God, dude, as I was watching that scene, I'm like, what the fuck is this? This looks like they just CGI'd her in. What oh, is going yeah. on here? Was... So it caused me to Google it. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking A, I knew it. Okay. Like, uh, this is all shit she just said before. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so if you go back, for the people who don't know, watch The Sopranos, there was a scene where it's like the last, it was the last episode she was ever in, and there was a scene that Tony had to do with her, but she had already died. Nancy Marchard. Marchand. Martin, like whatever. the actual lady the actual, the actual lady actress. had died and so they were like well i got we're gonna kill her off anyways but we gotta do it now and then so they would just do old things from her and it looks horribly cgi'd because this is i don't know what year this is but it's probably 2001 maybe maybe two and she's just repeating herself from previous scenes yes yes <laughs> like I swear to God, I'm looking at the TV. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And I googled it right away, and I saw this whole ass like Google reser- uh, returns on the search about yeah that that scene was bullshit. <laughs> yes, it's so great. Okay, well, I'm still gonna defend Livia. She's not in my top five, but I I really do like her because he would she would really work Tony up more than anybody, and she was actually really really smart. Where everybody kind of thought she was kind of a senile old woman, but she was actually really vindictive and very. Uh, she had her, she had her shit together, and she was actually really smart. So okay, so let me let me make sure we're understanding. I don't mean like bad as in wow, they don't act very well, and they're no, not no, 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 you know no, no, they no. don't really add anything. I mean, I fucking hate that bitch. I don't <laughs> okay. care how good. Well, that's of an your actress if that's or, your bottom five. I mean, I can still appreciate a character that is in a just a very hated character like Ralph Cifaretto. Like, Richie April, he was... I don't know. I mean, I, maybe I wouldn't put him on my top... my bottom five, but he was just... Um, I just remember when I was watching, I was I couldn't wait for him to die or go away. And then Ralph showed up. I'm like, oh, God, so this is how it's going to be. Okay, So but, 
As soon as someone dies, someone else is going to get out of prison. So here's here's you know here's where I'm going to I'm going to invoke my favorite thing, which is pro wrestling. And as you're a pro wrestler, yeah. you're either you're either a face or you're a heel. And if you're a heel right. and you get a reaction out of there, then you got to admit, damn, they're doing pretty good. So say what you will about Livia or Richie April or uh, or. Uh, yeah, um, Ralphie Ralph Cipretto, but they revoked a reaction and they got what they were. I mean, you were so fucking sick of Ralph. They they put him through for two two seasons with him being a fucking asshole. And you know why he kept him, right? Because you could tell in there, he kept Ralphie because he was a good earner. Out of everyone in there, right? He was the which, best earner. So he would. Which put in the end is what ultimately matters. Absolutely. You can be it. And that's with anything in your life. I mean, if you want to be an asshole or you want to be a dick to everybody, it doesn't really matter. But if you don't bring anything of a transit of any type of value, then no one wants anything to do with you. And that's what Tony did. I mean, he was like, I fucking hate this guy, but he, you know, I got a nice car out there. It's all because of him. So, uh, so and, uh, who, who else? You how got? long did Pants DJ hang around? All right, it all goes back to that. Well, yeah. it's the same idea, though. That was funny. If you go back to the previous episodes, you brought up Pants DJ, and I was like, I don't know what the hell you're. It was like about. the first time you called me. <laughs> I was like, what is? I couldn't Pants? believe you had never heard of that. Well, I think I'd had, but I again, I was not entrenched in that you know whole Mavs crap. I knew, right, I knew it was a total oh, whatever. Uh, go. Uh, what else? So you have. Richie Brill, Ralphie, Livia, the and the kids. That's it, right? Me, yeah. Okay, so that's your bottom five. So Let me give me my top five. Top five. Go ahead. Number five, Furio. Love the guy. Are you fucking kidding? Number four, Furio. I like Furio. I like Furio. All right, go ahead. Number four, Adriano Laserva. Are you kidding me? You All can right. argue with those you like. You cannot touch my top three. Go ahead. Paulie. Okay. Bobby Baccalari. I was thinking about him, but yeah, go ahead. And Tony. Okay. Uh, like I said, it's very hard to do a top five. It is very hard to do a top five. I would definitely put in... Again, first two seasons are like one of my favorite, and... The big pussy. I would, I'm going to throw big pussy into the top five. I thought about it. But, he he uh, added so much to it, and it was frustrating and all that. I mean, whenever he was at the door and he's over there messing with his wire, sweating. Oh man, it was such great television right there. And you know what? It's funny about now. I'm looking back on it. Like I would never do this ever. But I remember this is one of the first serial type. Um, shows that I watched. You know, we were in high school when this thing came out, and I remember sure. I'd never seen the first or second season, but I probably or I probably saw I saw part of season two, and then and then three on, but I'd never saw the first season. 
I mean, how nuts. So I would just kind of watch them whenever they were on. Yeah, it would always be a replay or something. I mean, again, I didn't. We didn't have HBO Go. I didn't even have. I know I got the DVDs. My brother had bought them, and I remember he went off to you know went off to fight for your country, and I basically taken over his room and all of his DVDs. So that's the only reason I had ever watched them. So um, yeah, so uh, Tony. I, I like Edie. Okay, Carmella, big pussy. Um, I can't believe you said that's so weird. Like he's not much of a character. Who, Bobby? No, the other one. Oh, Furio. Furio, yeah. I'm like, hey, I don't know. He had a cool name. <laughs> cool ponytail, bro. <laughs> It's like my favorite character was Vito. I don't know <laughs> that name. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought about him too. Yeah, I mean, that was. I, I would like to know if there was ever a. Uh, he was funny. He was a funny. He walked funny. Um, man, this is last. There's so many to. So I'm now at three now, right? Uh. I always like Johnny Sack. He was always fun. I would so never. I would never Johnny Sack. I would never say. So Adrian Johnny Sack was great at first, and then he sucked as a boss, and then he was relatable in prison. He had the highest character arc yeah, out of everybody. For sure, underrated Johnny Sack. I whenever he would have his little meets with with Tony, I was always really excited because they would always get a lot of information. Whenever they talk, he had a cool name. He was the king of New York. He had a lot of things. So the the reason I thought about him because I I wanted to put him in my top five, and I was like, wait a minute. Then I fucking hated him, but then I liked him again. Like, wow, what a character! Yeah, absolutely. So I might throw Johnny. So in yeah, there. maybe maybe he should be in there ahead of Furio. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like what did fucking Furio bring to you? I mean, he he had one <laughs> little thing about with Camilla, and that's it. I can't think of anything else. And he suddenly disappeared to Italy, and Tony's like, "Yeah, I guess that's cool." Yeah, whatever. I yeah, no, that, that that should happen sometimes. They just go off to Italy. <laughs> freaking dope. <laughs> Yeah, I would say Bobby was, oh, man, I tell you, I, I love... He was a good guy, man. He really was, and I think that... that man, there's very few people in that show to cheer for. He's one of them. Absolutely, man. I, I remember that was just such a a great moment in my life whenever the Sopranos were... It was just, I don't know. I loved I loved talking about so, the Sopranos. Here's another funny note. My friend as he was watching it, he watched it like a year after me. And uh, he goes, I've been a lot meaner to my girlfriend ever since. So oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I remember. Do you, do you, I don't know if you ever remember. I've been a lot meaner. <laughs> you better make me my fucking dinner. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man, one of the worst fights Dorothy and I ever got into was right in the middle of me watching The Sopranos. It, you know, it was... And I think it's I, a poisonous show. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Well, I never thought I got all domesticy, but uh, whatever. <laughs> I remember back in high school, I was watching a lot of Sopranos, and then we would we would go to parties. You know, it was either like Brad would be like 
real country after he'd been drinking, or I'd get real Italian on everybody. <laughs> Everyone's like, <laughs> I remember I got in a fight with somebody. He's like, "Fuck you, man! You're not even fucking Italian." <laughs> I kept telling him, "Like, get your fucking ass out of here! Like, go go shine your fucking shoe box." Your shoe Dude, box. <laughs> that show, that show gets in your soul, man. Dude, it makes it you, does. you know. If anything, it make it make you talk weird and make you maybe. <laughs> make you meaner to your girlfriend, but it'll also it absolutely you, does. It'll make you eat a lot of Italian food. Man, the food just makes you so hungry in that movie. Yeah, the mozzarella—it's a little good after it's in the fridge for a while. Oh God, you f- try, you're over there googling what gabagool is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> good old Soprano. Well, so have you have you gone through your? Uh... Hold on, you you did finish the Sopranos, right? Oh yeah, you're done with a while back, and you're done with. Yep, you're done with. You finished the wire, or did you? I'm not. I'm on season four. Four? Yeah. All right. We'll probably finish talking about the wire because. Well, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving. Um, I'm loving this season where it's centered around the kids. Okay, the school. Yeah, I really didn't think I would enjoy the school one. But those kids, they—they're actually pretty fun. Yeah, I, I, I love it. Yeah, it really is pretty great. Uh, I can't remember what else is in there. Well, if you do know, um, um, season four, season four, you're gonna have Carcetti's mayoral run. Yeah. Okay, so he is running for mayor. Okay, got it. Yeah. Well, and and he wins halfway through. And if you're gonna notice, and I, I'm looking at the thing because I do remember this is the anti McNulty. Uh, season, which was yeah, he's a nobody. Was one. controversial because actually, uh, I don't know what that behind. I remember reading. I was like, why is it McNulty in this at all? Because he goes off to be a patrol. I, okay, so I haven't thought about it, but I'll tell you this: I like it for this reason. Because if you're trying to make a realistic show, the world doesn't revolve around one guy. Yeah. Well, in this. In this uh, show, um, like were, life goes on outside of McNulty, you know. Now say what you will about. See, this is what's so frustrating about. Um, it's it's like why you never want to beat your heroes. Like you you see David Simon and what he's done with television. Who? David Simon, he's the creator. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. You see right, David gotcha. Simon and what he's done. With television, and then you see him on Twitter acting like a like a maniacal, just crazy person. Like he he's he's an absolute asshole on Twitter, and just completely has lost his mind since Trump won. But um, he said uh, that during they're like, well, who's the main character? You know, is it McNul- McNulty? Is obviously the main character of it. And he's like, no, the main character is Boston or not Boston, Baltimore. You know, that's the main character. Right. Baltimore is the so main character. So that kind of backs up what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. And you were right. I was saying, yeah, you you you, know, you hit it on the head that, yeah, McNulty's not the main character. I mean, there's not any one person. He's, he's just a cog in the machine. You know, that's all he is. He might. In yeah, the, I, I kind of like that. Well, yeah, I kind of like it, too, where it's uh, it's not that it's not that. Grease, you know, everything's all we got the bad guy, we got this. And it's like that's not how the real world works. I mean, 
Right. The bad guy gets away a lot of the times, and the good guy sometimes gets you know the shit into the stick, and that's kind of what I like about it. And and I think, yeah, the cop can be a bad guy too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and they do even the good guy can do some questionable things where you're like, oh shit, that's a little shady. But I mean, you know, right. It's it's gray, you know, it, like there's a lot of gray. Area. Like where I'm at right now, I wouldn't call Brody a bad guy, and then I remember he fucking murdered Wallace. So, like, <laughs> you've already forgot about that. <laughs> Where's Wallace? Well, yeah, because he's he's just a really good guy in all the other episodes, except for the one where he killed Wallace. Well, I, yeah. Again, man, it, it feels like ages since I've seen this. Show. And then you find yourself cheering for Omar. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Didn't think I'd be rooting for so, a gay drug dealing, or not drug dealing, but a uh, a robber of drug dealers. But yeah, that's what we do. So, um, oh man, I'm trying to think also. Um, and so I did convince. So my wife wanted to watch Peaky Blinders, and she's like, "I just love this time period," and I go. Guess what else is in this time period? Boardwalk Empire. Let's watch that. Hell yeah. I'm like, Greatness. it's so great. And so we watched the pilot episode. And Boardwalk Empire, Um, I'm still trying to see if it, it it's one of those shows where you're like, this is going to be fucking great. And then we watched it and you're like, that was pretty good. It, right, and that's what's kind of I think a little disappointing about it. It's like it's really good. It's so many. I mean, you're dealing with the 1920s. Really, they put a lot of work into everything. So, so I I was watching that real time when it came out back in 2010. Yeah, and um, I got off track and stopped watching, and dude, I kind of regret that, dude. I. I I'm admittedly I stopped watching. I I I remember I don't know what it was. Was I in between you know subscriptions? I don't know, but I just stopped watching. And yeah, you know that's what's kind of funny about uh. <laughs> so she likes watching Peaky Blinders. I'm like, no, Portal Empire is actually a really good show, and there's a lot of really good parts on it, like really good acting, really good, um, really good writing. And oh, she's like, well, who's who's in it? And I'm like, you know, dealing with Peaky Blinders guy who's got just soft, powdery lips, and he's just a really good-looking guy. I'm like, well, they got Steve Buscemi. You know, he's a real good-looking guy. <laughs> so I sent him a picture. Sure. I showed her a picture. She, my wife doesn't know, like, people's names. Like, I could tell her Steve Buscemi, and that doesn't ring a bell to anybody for her. And I showed her a picture, and she's like, oh, my God. Yuck. He's been in everything, man. Yeah, he was in Sopranos, and that's where it all goes back around. Oh, no shit. He sure was. Yeah, dude. He was his brother. Forgot or, about cousin. that. Sorry. Cousin. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't there for very long, but he was there. Oh, man. He blasted him with a shotgun. I was like, where did he go? Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Just six straight seasons of people giving Tony problems. <laughs> that's really the plot. That really is the plot. Like uh, the girl at the uh, the girl at the um, dealership, <laughs> just gotta give her a problem. You know, couldn't just find some. Cr- 
And that's what the main part was like, oh, yeah, you really shouldn't meet women at the psychiatrist's office. Don't do that. Dude. I don't know. So, <laughs> let's see. You want me to run through my um, my wire character ranks? Yeah, so far? we're going to we'll probably wrap up on that. Go with your top, is your top five yeah. or top five? Yeah, I got to find it. Oh, you had it written down. Oh, is it in a spreadsheet? Yeah, it was in a it was in a chat. I don't want to have to try to reformulate it. Now I gotta find a list of wire characters. I would say this one you maybe don't even need McNulty in the top five, but he is pretty, um, he is pretty iconic. You probably just gotta throw him in there. I'm not going to lie. I can't remember if I had him or not. You may just need to cut this whole fucking thing out. So I don't know if I can find the list. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'll, I'll start, and then if you come in, I'll, I'll stop. Uh, all right, you go. All right, so McNulty um, is number one. Uh, I'm trying to think here. Barksdale's. I like Dave Vaughn. I like D'Angelo, but I'm not throwing them in there. And number two, I know for sure, is going to be Wallace. We got to throw him uh, in there. He was – all right, I know I'm contradicting myself from earlier, but he wasn't there long enough. I know. He was, but he was very impactful. You know, that's what's kind of funny about that. So I was watching this show very late. Like probably almost ten years after the show the show aired. Oh yeah. And I was like, "Who is this guy?" Uh, I mean, I wonder if he's going to be like an actor. So this is actually before Michael. What is it, Michael B. Jordan or F. Jordan, whatever. Yeah. Whenever he he popped up, he had not been anything until I watched. You know, I would say I helped his career. But um, yeah, Wallace, he uh, he was never really anything until probably around 2012 or so. So yeah, it was pretty interesting. Like, oh, he still acts. I'm glad he still acts because he was such a young kid there. But yeah, right. But that was just so that was just so gut wrenching. Whenever that happened, I was just like, oh fuck. Yeah, that was definitely the most cringy scene so far. Yeah, uh, Omar. I would say every time he came on the screen, you wanted to know what the hell he was doing, and he was just so ballsy. Omar's number one. There's no doubt. Yeah, for sure. At least from where I'm at. Uh, for sure. Man, this is kind of the hardest one because there's so many damn characters. There are so many. Um, so, so let me let me try to go through mine. So Omar definitely. I love Stringer. Yeah. Um, I had Bunk. Where? In my top five. Oh, hold on. I know who's your, I know who's in your bottom five because you've already <laughs> texted me about this. It's hold like, on. His bubbles. His <laughs> bubbles in your bottom five. <laughs> no, dude. I was just about to put bubbles in my top five. Oh my god! You seem so frustrated by him. Well, I I like I like his character. I. I enjoy watching the show when he's on screen. Really? Okay. I, I found him and, frustrating. He, I man, I'm really tempted to put... I really wish I could find my list because I actually put some thought into it. Now I'm just trying to remember. But 
Lester Freeman? I Yeah, dude, that's a really good one. Lester Freeman. Hard to Under, leave him out. I would say actually underrated. I don't know. I'm just saying, but every time He's so good. He's he, I really he, like Carcetti. Uh Carcetti. I really like Bodie too. Carcetti can go into And I really like Marlowe, man. That fifth spot's up for grabs. I'm gonna leave the fifth spot open right now. Yeah, Marlowe is that's the the new big time game. Yeah, player. he's the new yeah. He's okay. the new Avon. Yeah, I definitely like no no yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I kinda like the way he was so uh, and now he's in other little shows and I'm kinda like But he was just so like it's so great to have a character where they're like, they don't say anything. And Snoop is pretty awesome too. She was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with Snoop. So we got to go with their bottom five. We got to find the bottom five, and I'm gonna put mine up right now. Her. Go. Boy. Man. Hurt. Oh, I remember my fifth one now. It was Frank Sabatka. Was. The next one? Huh? For your top five? Yeah, he was my fifth guy. All right. Okay. Anyway. So, bottoms. Yeah, it's the bottom. Oh, man, I really like Bunny, too. Damn, there's a lot of good characters in the show. Are, this is like the opposite of Sopranos. There are a lot of good characters. I love Bunny, yeah. But he was he was short-lived. So, uh, All right. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm filling up a pretty good top five, or bottom five, too. I'm trying to like, who is this guy? I don't know who that is. Uh, <laughs> Prez is on bottom five for me. Very annoying character. Uh, he is annoying. <laughs> very annoying. I mean, he's, he's not going to be in my bottom five, but boy, he you're right. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I'll go with Herc. Uh, I fucking hated that guy <laughs> the whole time. He was fucking annoying. Um, so definitely not Omar. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say also, maybe not top five, but I would say oh, top six, Cuddy. I loved when Cuddy was in. Are you on Cuddy right now? Yeah, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, who's which one? Cuddy. He's the guy who just got out of. Jail. Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. Damn the box he, he's in my top five too, dude. Love him. Cuddy's so great. You're always you're like fucking rooting for him, but you're also like, oh yeah. shit, is he gonna get in back in the shit or whatever the hell? Yeah, he replaces Frank. Yeah, for sure. Man, this is, it's hard to do it. God, it's hard is, to do it. This is a five. really hard top five, and uh, I would say uh, Cedric Daniels is my bottom five, and his wife. Can I put them both in there? Dude, the wife sucks. Uh, yeah, if you put them as a combo. They probably cracked the bottom five. Horrible. Here's my. Here's my. No, never mind. I'm not gonna throw him in there. I actually did like him. I was about to throw Bunk in there, but you know, I don't think I liked him as much as everyone else. But still, Bunk. I, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right. And then William Rawls. No, no, I liked him. He was a nice. You liked Rawls. I, I never didn't like him. It's just I understand why he was there. But pure, I was thinking the other guy, Burrell. Burrell. He's my worst. Burrell He's the worst. is the biggest piece of shit in this whole thing. I just <laughs> fucking hate him. He's, he, dude, he's not the biggest piece of shit. Yeah, it's just the biggest piece of shit you don't see enough of. 
but he's in my bottom five too. But every time he came on the screen, you're going, you're not going to hear any good news right now. Everything you've ever, yeah, are we? Is that thing approved? No. Is that thing being canceled or or taken down? Yes. It's it's for big sure. time negative shut energy. Everything shut down. The absolute biggest piece of shit is Clay Davis. Yes. Clay Davis. That's the she guy, right? Yes, that's him. Yeah. Just scamming everybody. Uh, I'm going to do another one, which people probably didn't think of. Rhonda Perlman? Um, she's neutral for me. Yeah, I would say she's... Uh, but she's about over the bottom five list for me. Uh, where's the other guy? Who's Herc's... I was uh, the other guy who worked Carver. Yeah, I Carver. Liked, yeah, I uh, liked Carver. I don't know why. Yeah, he's neutral for me. I liked him too, but you know, there's only five spots. You know the one line that he said that I really liked is they were like, "I don't know why they call it a drug war." He's like, "Why?" He's like, "Because usually someone wins," and that's why I kind of liked that. Uh, that was a good line that he had. Very good line. Yeah. So. um yeah, I like Carver, and also because he had a he had kind of a gray area, and then he kind of turned into the sergeant and everything, and it kind of was like he was like kind of rooting for him a little bit. Mario Stanfield, Marlo. I wanted to say Mario, Mario. I don't know. Marlo. It just looks like Mario. Weird moment on the screen. Um, other than that, I think we've pretty much hit it. I don't think there's any other. Just wait till you get to season five, and you'll pretty much throw all those people in the bottom five. Um, Did they just jump the shark in season five, or what am I looking at there? Because season four is awesome. Season four is awesome. Season five, they were told, this is the last season, and then everybody left. And they were like, well, what the hell do we... Like, all the important people left, probably. Like, like, I don't mind it. it, and it was... I don't know. It's probably still better than most of the television that you'll ever see, but it's still like it left something to desire. You're like, this is not the show that I signed up for because you just watched season four and then season five comes out and you're like, what the hell am I watching? Like, I can't believe this. Hmm. Am I going to, am I going to still want to watch it? Yeah, I think you'll finish it. Because it's just something you've already made it this far, and it's only one more season. Uh, some cost fallacy. I mean, I can bail if I want. Well, but I, mean, I, I, got want you, I think you'll still. I think you'll still. I'll look at Proposition Joe. Is that guy dead? That guy's got to be dead. Right? Not yet. No, you know Prop Joe. Yeah, I know Prop Joe. He's not dead yet. He's dead. Well, I mean, I mean, in real life. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah, he totally died. 2013. 52. Oh. Did you not see him? He's in awful shape. Did he have underlying medical conditions? He died of COVID. <laughs> yeah, that's too well, bad. If he didn't, if he didn't die of COVID, he would have died. He would have. All right. Well, I think that's it, and I can't believe we got. Are we here. done here. We are done here. All right. I don't think it's. That you got an Easter. Yeah. Doing an Easter dinner. I'm I'm cooking a pork shoulder right now. Are you? Yep, and everybody's cool. gonna come through it six foot apart, and we're gonna get it done and go go on on our way. You uh, doing an Easter egg hunt for the girls? 
Yeah, I was told as I came out, don't mess with the eggs. Okay. Well, the don't house. mess with the eggs. They're in the house. Don't don't go around eating them. Well, no, it's just like they're on like door handles, and she's like, don't pull down the door handle and then have the egg go away. Okay, did you? Uh, okay, right. before we leave, did you listen to any yeah. of the Sam the Sam Gannon interview? I, I got know. like. I got like 20 minutes in, and then bad radio started, oh. so I had to turn off. Okay, well, you didn't get to. The yeah, point. I try to fit in podcasts from 10 to noon. It's but, uh, bad radio seems to be the. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say that they're the only one I want to listen to, but maybe they are. I'm loving the hell out of Hardline. You know, maybe we need to save this for another time, but I think Bob has. I think Bob has inspired Corby to be better. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I think I think Corby sees Bob and like, wow, this isn't Mike just winging it. This is someone who was actually taking this seriously. Maybe I should take it seriously. Uh, is it uh, is it like whenever um, Mike Young, Michael Young, started playing with Alex Rodriguez? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> And he's like, you know what? I'm pretty awesome too, because I play with Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think he's putting in a hell of a lot more effort, and they're they're not just trying to get by; they're trying to put on a quality radio show. Yeah, I mean, I, the only reason why I probably I've I've got a lot of I'm sorry, got a lot of pods to listen to, and um, whenever I hear some of the things that they're going to be talking about, it's. Hey, well, we're going to be discussing the 1991 Dallas Cowboys, and I'm like, uh, game against whatever. I'm like, I do not want to hear this. I don't know why. Yeah, but they do a damn good job of it. Do so. they? Okay, well, man, it's just my bias. I'm always like, okay. They have fantastic chemistry. I I think it's better than Dan and Jake's show, but I love that show too, so. We didn't talk about Jake either today, but because we're not really going to do that. But um, maybe another time. No, never. We'll probably not do that. Um, okay. Maybe never. <laughs> maybe never. <laughs> well, I want to know who that that uh, anonymous texter I got, and maybe I should have called them right during this. Maybe, like, maybe it's um, who's Hot Girl eighty seven. Oh God. <laughs> It's probably her. Yeah. Your your fans are. I know, dude. They're rabid. You're ruthless. I mean, I didn't. Yes, I threw him under the uh, under the bus a little bit, but it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I feel like I still defended you. I I said, Jacob says these things to try to make me laugh. It's not like. Jacob's not a like a sexist whenever or something like that. He's not. It's eh. just, it's just eh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, but <laughs> but I still I still stand by, you know, giving uh Sam Gannon the full story. So, hopefully Jacob will okay. listen to the rest of this show and uh, you know, he I don't know. Everyone might ask, why isn't Jacob just a part of the show? Well, because he doesn't want to be a part of the show. I may make him a part of the show. (laughs) 
too much of a commitment. I call. Yeah, it's he can't do it. I mean, if you want him to, then let him know. But he just won't do it. I have to. I have to force feed him to do this. So, and I'm I'm appreciative that now I enjoy doing it every time I do, but I just don't want to. I don't want it to turn into a job. You know, where it's like, ah, crap. Now I have to record tonight. I want to do it at a time of my choosing. Yes, that's. I think that's what it is. As I I talk to Jacob whenever I can, and then when I can't, then I fill it in with Sam Gannon's and and Grego's whenever I can find him wherever he is. Hopefully he's okay. But yeah, if you can't get me, then you settle for Grego. Settle for Grego. Yeah. So hopefully, <laughs> I need to call Grego. He called me uh, about three weeks ago and was like, "Hey, I want to record," and I go. And he wouldn't know this great story, and I'm like, why don't I have my recorder on right now? And it was very disappointing. Why didn't you? Because I was in a, tr- I was in my vehicle, and I couldn't, I didn't have a recorder. So, so next week, Grego, maybe, probably not. So. All right, look forward to it. <laughs> All right, that's another dumb podcast. See ya. Except you can't see it all Keep counting the time, drawing circles.